last Friday at our Zoom meeting that uh, I held with our tribe, the main topic of conversation was how could the market uh, react and open up so far down uh, in the morning on Friday and Thursday and then, and then rebound as if nothing was going on. How, how could that happen that we pretty much are oblivious to how these people in the Ukraine are being driven from their homes because some individual wants to reestablish the Soviet Union and put Russia back into a position of power, and yet we sit back and watch. Well, I think uh, it reminded me a lot of the feeling that I had and my generation had as we were engaged in a war in Vietnam with no real reason to be there and how, as college students, we, we protested. I was actually out of college in 1970 when the protests uh, really took off. But that's what brought an end to the Vietnam War. And I'm thinking, what can I do? Uh, yeah, I can go march downtown in Ingram Park uh, to protest um, Russia's or and it's really not fair to say Russia's, but Putin's invasion of uh, Ukraine. But that isn't going to get it done. Uh, I think we have to sanction them. And you and I, as small as we are, have an opportunity to sanction them. And and I say that as investors. And I recognize that some of my viewers are in different parts of the world. And if we as a world population, say to Putin, this has got to stop. It will stop. I honestly believe that there are a number of choices as to how this is going to end, but we, and we need to review them and see how we as individuals can have an influence. And that's what I want to do in this video is do my little part to bring the world together to say, no, this cannot happen in our world today. A gentleman by the name of Adolf Hitler did it, and we, the U.S., sat on our hands for a while, but we can't allow that to happen again. So that's what this video is all about. It's not about financial advice. It's, it is about in, investing in stocks, and we'll get right to that. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. The more I think about this, we could bring it to an end uh, or we could bring it to a head if we would launch our drones and, and just go and blow up those tanks as they move down the streets of, um, of the Ukraine and towards Kiev. Um, but what would happen then, it's obvious, Putin would uh, launch his missiles and we would be in World War III. So we can't do that. We made a mistake. We became dependent. We, I say, the world became dependent on, on their oil products, on some of their uh, exports, and therefore we're in this position. I did some research and I wanted to find out exactly what is it the dependency that we're dealing with? Well, 
Russia's biggest exports are crude oil, roughly $123 billion, uh, refined oil, $66.2 billion, natural gas, $26 billion, coal, $17 billion, and wheat, $8 billion. Who do they ship them to? Their biggest trading partners are China. They ship export $58.1 billion, followed by the Netherlands, $41.7 billion, Belarus, $20.5 billion, Germany, $18.9 billion, and Italy, $16.8 billion. These are the trading partners. This is who, who could affect the pocketbooks of, uh, of Russia. So how can you affect pocketbooks? So I was aware and am aware that there are a number of stocks that are traded on the New York and, and uh, NASDAQ stock exchanges that depend upon our money to support their stocks. Um, I have basically said what we need to do is boycott, boycott those stocks and tell Russia and the Russian population, we're not going to support you because truly who has to bring this to an end is the people in Russia. The people in Russia have to rally as I and my generation did in the United States against our government to tell them, stop what you're doing in Vietnam and, and bring an end to it. That's what has to happen to Russia. We can't settle this with drones. We can't settle this with missiles. We cannot risk going to World War III. So economically, we have to bring it to an end. We have to stop taking the oil and, and the coal and the natural gas from Russia and say, you're going to starve. We did take the proper steps to shut down the SWIFT system, which will then put economic pressure on the hierarchy of, of Russia as their rubles become worth nothing anywhere other than Russia. No trade will be able to occur. So what can you and I do? I want you to be aware of these five stocks. Here's a picture showing the names of them. I want to tell you a little bit about each one of them, what they do, and if you own them, I'm going to encourage you to sell them. If you're a short artist, short them. The first one is Veron, V-E-O-N. Um, this is... Uh, a mobile phone company. They've actually moved their headquarters out of Russia into the Netherlands in an effort to uh, look like more like a Western world company. They uh, have a, actually their brand is called Beeline. If you have any association with um, Vion, V-O-N, on the NASDAQ market selling for 80 cents a share boycott it. Basically say, uh-uh, we ain't doing business with you if you're going to behave that way. The second one is mobile telesystems. This is Russia's answer to AT&T and um, what would it be? AT&T and Viacom, I guess. They are a substantial company and they actually pay a dividend of 
Their ticker symbol is MBT. They sell on the New York Stock Exchange for $5.50. If you own it, sell it. Basically, get away from it and say, no, we're not going to play with you. We're not certainly not going to support you if you are going to back your leader, um, Mr. Putin. Uh, then we have Michelle P-A-O, ticker symbol M-T-L, selling for $2.25 on the New York Stock Exchange. It is a mining company that mines uh, ore and coal and actually then sells the, the heat and the electricity or the I guess it's the heat they generate into the um, the the uh, Russian system. Um, they're a substantial company, and again, they trade on the New York Stock Exchange. If you own it, sell it. You'll be doing us all a favor. And then there is uh, Yendex, Y-N-D-X, selling for $18.94. On the Nasdaq exchange, this is um, Russia's answer to Google. Um, this is a substantial company that does a lot of business and um, is uh, has a cash flow of $155 million a year. Sell it. Go boycott it. Don't want it. If you can't play, play well in the neighborhood, we don't want to play with you. And then... Uh, finally, we have uh, QIWI, and they are they specialize in online and mobile payments. So this is an up and coming company. sells on the Nasdaq for five dollars and sixty four cents. Boycott it. This is the only thing you and I can do. This is the only way we can express ourselves to say we don't approve of the way you're behaving, Mr. Mr. Putin. And, and again, if you look at history and you ask yourself, why is he doing this? Well, you need to recognize back when I was growing up, they were the second largest world power. Now, were they the second largest economy? No, not at all. And But as the Soviet Union broke up, uh, they became a secondary player. Mr. Putin ba basically was not getting any attention. Xi Jinping, I believe is how his name, the, the emperor of North Korea, which is a, a fraction the size of Russia, was getting more attention than Putin was. And then as, as a result of China's growth in both economic and, and military and all power, China was getting more attention than Russia. And this is a this is a a man with an ego that basically says, uh, you pay attention to me. This this is the bully in the in the schoolyard that nobody likes and nobody pays attention to, and he starts hitting on somebody in order to get attention. So he has to be taken down. And I am encouraged. I see that. The citizens, even some of the children of the oligarch, the, the 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 financial powers of Russia, are speaking out and saying, "No, we cannot function in this world this way." This could be a pivotal opportunity 
for us to create a much more peaceful world. I encourage the people of China. You are in a bigger position than anybody else. We over here in the United States can boycott these five stocks, but that isn't going to get it done other than to say, we don't like the way you're behaving and we are not going to uh, uh, feed you in any way. We must starve Putin out. Now, the sad side of it is, in order to starve Putin out, we have to starve their population out. I have spent time in China. The, or excuse me, I've spent time in China. I've also spent time in, uh, in Russia. The people are, are gracious. They are some of the kindest people I have ever come across. But they have a bad behavior, and we have some bad behaviors. I cannot believe some of the people, people past presidents, who are endorsing this idiot, and some of our broadcasters who are endorsing this policy of invading another country. This can't happen, and the only way it's going to stop is we and when I say we, I mean we as a world population say, stop it and get out or we're going to put you out. Now, I honestly believe that the discussion has been said, are we going to launch our drones? Are we going to put our aircraft carriers? Are we going to go and stop this? And the decision has been said, we can't. What I am hoping is that our black ops or whomever is helping the young people in Russia to rise up on the streets and and say, this has to stop. And Mr. Putin, go find another place to live or a rock to go crawl under, much as Saddam Hussein did. That's where we found him. Let's see if we can't find Mr. Putin under a rock somewhere up in Siberia in the coming weeks. You and I need to do our parts by voicing our protest and boycotting those five stocks. Okay, that's all I can do. I have a very shallow voice, but I want it heard. And if you can do anything to bring this to an end and tell the rest of the world don't even think about this. And China, join with us. Put this man down. You are their biggest uh, receiver of exports. You are in the best position, China, to make this stop. We can't function this way. Talk to you again tomorrow.